Hey, everybody. Uh, it's so good to be with you again tonight in these Rooted online groups. Um, they've been, you know, just really powerful. I so enjoyed uh, being a part of uh, the one last week and, um, well, the last two weeks, honestly. And uh, it's been so good to, uh, to be a part of that. So I, I want to, hopefully you had chance, if you're maybe registered new, hopefully you got this uh, Rooted Devo. If not, you can certainly uh, go to our website. You can download it and print your own copy. Uh, I think it's really powerful. And it's where I'm going to start tonight with the podcast. Uh, uh, Pastor Christine did a great job writing the introduction. And I want to read a portion of it to you. I used it in week one uh, with my group. And uh, here's what it says, because I think it defines being spiritually rooted in a very powerful way. Ready? She writes, uh, being spiritually rooted is becoming aware of the presence of God. Okay, we just take a pause there and say, that's the first part of it. It's all about being aware of the presence of God. Think about all the people in this world and how heartbreaking it is to, to know and think about this that aren't aware of the presence of God. It's eat, drink, and be merry, and for tomorrow there may there not be another day. Just to stop and be aware of the presence of God. And then as a believer, it continues, she writes, it's walking in a posture of humility. Um, again, kind of a rare commodity in our world today. Um, you know, we've got our business cards. This is who I am. Here's what I've achieved. This is what I've accomplished. Uh, on and on and on. But what about humility? What about, you know, God, uh, yes, you blessed me. And yes, there's been some good things that have taken place. But you know what? Without you, I can do nothing. If I'm not abiding in you, if I'm not rooted in you, if it weren't for your grace, I'd be in big trouble. Um, so aware of the presence of God, in walking in humility, and then she lists these things, surrender. I mean, that's what the Lordship of Christ is all about. That's really the basis of growing in Christ. It's certainly the basis of, of being rooted. You, you've got to surrender to God. And then she lists some practical ways that we do that through, what about silence? What about stillness? You know, solitude is a spiritual discipline that's a big deal. Week one in our group, we talked, I was so grateful. Everyone engaged and was so interactive and pretty open. And, hey, you know, I struggle with this, or I'm not always the best at that. Um, and we all could feel that way. Um, in the different seasons of my walk with God. Uh, I talked week one about, you know, some journaling. And I spoke about that with my small group, like big time journaling. I have hundreds of journals that I've written on every, you know, uh, missions trip I've taken just throughout the weeks and months and years before all the, you know, technology and all the iPads and all that. I would just, you know, and it's so powerful to go back and read some of those old journals. And another discipline along with journaling is just, just silence just solitude. Often like fasting, it's a forgotten spiritual discipline within the church. Just, I mean, there's so much TV, radio, podcasts, you know, uh, there's power in just don't turn the radio on. Don't turn the audio on. Just, just have a time for silence and stillness. And I want to tell you that is one of the powerful ways because a big part of being rooted is hearing the voice of God. And sometimes we just have to quiet ourselves a little bit uh, Self-control, obviously a big part of it, you know, uh, and having the word in our heart and uh, loving God that way. She says, it's standing in the face of great storms, not in your own strength, but in the strength of God and on the promises of God. I mean, we've talked about this in the Faithful series. 
Uh, even going back to kill the spider, what a powerful thought that I can't make agreement with these lies. I got to make an agreement with the word of God. I mean, the word, uh, this is where I, uh, you know, I, I make my agreements. This is what I'm trusting and believing. And when we read that word and we meditate on that word, um, and she goes on being rooted. Here's what it brings. Being rooted results in a life marked by peace. I said that on Sunday, you know, Isaiah 26, 2. Uh, I will keep him in perfect peace. All. God will keep everyone in perfect peace for everyone that has their thoughts fixed on God. So it's not just a 10-minute devotion and then I go and live my life. Uh, no, you may spend 20, 30, 45 minutes in the word and prayer and worship. Uh, many of you have shared how you stay rooted in God, listening to a podcast, making use of your travel time. Uh, in spiritual coaching, a mentor, you know, whatever it may be. There's a lot of things we could do. Uh, but obviously, a big part of it is the peace. That's one of the results that comes. Uh, Dan, week one, talked in Galatians 5 about love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness. These are all the fruit that come out of being rooted uh, with God. And then she goes on and says this. She kind of wraps up by saying, uh, life marked by peace while in the midst of storms, simultaneously, holding joy and sorrow uh, in each hand without wavering. So, you know, you carry joy and you carry sorrow. I, you know, I've often, I said this just, I'll just share a little bit transparently with myself. Um, life isn't like, oh, the great things up on the, the hill and all the bad things are down in the valley. In fact, a lot of good things come out of the valley. That's where all the water goes. That's where a lot of the soil gets enriched by the water, the rain. So I, I look at the joy and sorrow as railroad trucks. They kind of run together. They go over the hills and the valleys. Joy and sorrow run together a lot. And I think being rooted helps us process that. Like you could say, I got this really good thing going on in my life and I've got this thing over here. Uh, I'm still battling this, but I feel so good about that. I, I think of it not as much as hills and valleys as I do railroad tracks that are go together hand in hand. And what we want to do is just hang on to the promises of God. So if you turn with me to week three, um, obviously, you know, Greg shared last week and it was good. Um, when you get to week three, let me get to week three. Um, it's built obviously on Jeremiah 17, uh, five through eight. Um, but the big idea that I gave, uh, on Sunday was, you know what, grow deep, live strong. I'm not just about this. Oh, I got to go deeper. Oh, I want the service to be deeper. Sometimes we use it as almost like a, an elite, uh, um, uh, kind of an elitist attitude that, oh, that church isn't deep enough or that Christian isn't deep enough, but, but growing deep is a big part, really getting into the word, memorizing the word, committing it to memory, which has been a big part of my devotional times over the years. You know, it's not just reading three chapters, getting your devotional check mark and moving on. No, it's really meditating. I'm going to, the, the final week of the series, I'm going to talk about reflectively rooted. And I'm going to speak out of Psalm 1, where, you know, the Bible says we're to meditate on the word of God, not just read it, not casually just, you know, going to speed read or look over, but I want to meditate. I'm going to, I'm going to stop. You know, there's a, a term in the, in the Psalms called Selah. It's kind of a musical term. It means just take a pause. Think about that. Just stop. Be aware of the presence of God. Be aware of the promise of God that he's, that he's making. When you, when you get there, just really take a minute and, and read that. Um, so that was really the bottom line that they gave from uh, the prophet Jeremiah, one of my favorite books in the Bible. 
And, and I, I love what I said. It's in the devotional that, you know, that when you think about, you know, we think about the COVID-19, where we are today, all the things that are going on culturally in a presidential election year, Republican, Democrat, against this person, get that person, you know, they don't think right. When you think of all that, you know, we're not the only ones that have had that day. Every generation has had that day. My grandmother that I mentioned, I buried her back at the beginning of the year before the pandemic broke out, 100 years old. All the presidents she lived under, all the, she lived through the Great Depression. Every generation has their difficulty. Every country in the world has those times. And um, in Jeremiah's day, there was a political and international situation going on. And his focus was, here's what the Lord says. Uh, and that is such a powerful part. It's a big part of being rooted, to know the Word of God. That's why being rooted means I'm getting in the Word. I'm studying. I'm preparing. I'm, I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm meditating. I'm memorizing. I'm committing this book uh, to memory. And I mentioned the fact that there's really only, Jeremiah says it as a prophet, kind of like James, it's really straightforward. It's not, it's just real direct. There's, there's two ways to live. There's no middle ground. Uh, you're either with God or you're not. Now you can be on a journey. You're in that process. You may be tuning in tonight and you're not, you're not even in a relationship with God. That's okay. Man, we love having you. We want you to be a part of, of this conversation. Uh, I mentioned Sunday that, you know, we're not all like saved 30, 40 years and our roots are grown down deep. Maybe, maybe you're just a little seed. Maybe you're a sapling that's just been planted. Maybe God's just created and a whole new transformation in your life. Man, that's so exciting. And so the whole point of this is to encourage you of how to be rooted in God. But basically, I said Sunday that um, Jeremiah says this, there's, there's only two ways to life. You're the cursed life or you're the blessed life. When you're cursed, you're just trusting in man. You're trusting in man's resources. And there are some good things. I'm not diplomas, jobs, careers, all important. It's, it's a part of our purpose, but we're not trusting completely in that. The blessed life is where I put my hope and my confidence in God. I'm trusting in God. I'm trusting God with my eternity. And that's why you want to spend time. It's not like you have to have devotions. It's not like, oh, I have to read the Bible. Oh, I've got to listen to that podcast. Oh, I've got to. We get to. We get to spend time with the God of the universe. We get to, to hear his voice through the word of God. When, when we read this, you know, God speaks to us. It's, it's a reminder. As I said Sunday, we need to be reminded, not reminded of our failures and our shortcomings and all the ways we could have done better. We need to remember that, but we also need to remember what God's done for us, his grace. That is so, so powerful. So there's the cursed life and there's the blessed life, all right? And uh, man, we obviously want to encourage you toward the life of blessing where we put our hope and trust in God. And again, it's not easy. It's not just like, oh, uh, I mentioned Sunday about the roller coaster ride, like the book of Judges. Like there's times where, man, when it's, we're going through a struggle and a crisis, we want God to help us. But then, man, things are sunny and 70 and I'm, I'm good. Like I did this by my strength. And that's really not what God wants. We, our success, it says in Deuteronomy 8, 18, or 18, 8, that God gives us the power to succeed. He blesses us and meets our needs and is so good to us. And we, we need to remember that. Uh, I just want to say, man, last, uh, last week and two weeks ago, um, we just had such a great time in our small group. So can I just encourage you um, as we get ready to go into our breakout groups tonight, man, I know we're with different people each week, which is great. You just hit that cursor and it brings everyone's name up, which is good. I feel like you're getting to know people. I know I've gotten to know people and to hear their heart and 
man, just some of the great thoughts that were brought out about how people stay rooted and fasting is a part of my life. And boy, I love to just slow down and meditate. And someone said, hey, I just haven't been as connected with God as I need to be, but I want to get back to that. And so I want to really encourage you tonight. The mission of this church, of GT, is to reach people and grow together in Christ. This is a powerful opportunity for us to be able to grow together in Christ. Um, it really is. Just to have conversation, to have dialogue, we're on that journey together, um, and it's so, so good. Um, and the last point I made in my message was just be a tree. Be a tree. And I talked about, you know, my life verse. Uh, I want tonight, here's what we're going to talk about, and I hope that you'll feel led to, to kind of share some of your story. Uh, question number one in the devotional is so good. It says, was there a time when you were being a tree and you're deeply rooted, you're, you're being a tree in a difficult season of your life and yet you were gr growing in Christ? It can sometimes be in those challenging moments and those quiet moments and those lonely moments and those painful moments where you really grow. That's what I love about Jer Jeremiah 17. Uh, you know, it says that this tree, this kind of tree that's, that's planted by the riverbanks and roots go down deep into the water of God, uh, which represents the word and the Holy Spirit. Even in those tough times, the Bible says that tree's going to live. He's not, he's not doubting whether he's going to survive because he's, he's going to bear fruit. I, I love the verse. In fact, uh, I'll read it. It says in, in the devotion, it says, they are like trees planted along the riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are bothered, are not bothered by heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Their leaves stay green and they never, not just most of the time, no, they never stop producing fruit. What a powerful promise. Uh, I mentioned in my message too that um, this verse has significant meaning uh, to my life. It really does. Um, if you're new, we often talk about a life verse. I mean, all the Word of God is powerful. There's not one part of this book. You can read Nahum, even some of the books you're less familiar with, the Minor Prophets, you know, the Pentateuch, uh, the Psalms, you know, the, the Epistles. The, you know, uh, there's so much to this book. Um, but, you know, we talk about a life verse, and I talked about how when I was doing that master's course, just really thinking about my life and my purpose. And at the end of the day, why do I do what I do? What am I called to be? Uh, and, and, and how am I called to live? And so a life verse is a big, big deal. And some of you may have them. Some of you may not. Some of you have a life verse just for a year, which is a good thing. This year, I feel like God's given me this word or this scripture to live by. But um, the second question that we're going to dialogue in our groups is, do you have a life verse? And so maybe you can share it or quote it. Um, that's been meaningful in your life and in your relationship with God. If so, write it down. That was part of the devotion. If so, maybe share it with uh, the team. It would be good just for, for people to go around and give that. If not, take some time to consider what it might be. Just think about like, even if it's just for this year, like what you've learned, for example, in the pandemic to say, God, you know, uh, we've learned a lot about ourselves. We've learned a lot about you know, how fragile we are and how fragile our world is and, and why even more importantly, we need to be rooted. I mean, you think in the summer, man, we get these thunderstorms and it's really hot and humid and then the lightning comes and the wind and boy, you just see those trees that just stay planted and they're deeply rooted. And yes, sometimes they lose a branch. Sometimes there is some destruction in their life, but ultimately uh, they are powerfully rooted in God. And so uh, man, I hope you enjoy this time in your small group. Boy, get to know someone, 
share your heart. You know, what we share, obviously, it's confidence. We want, uh, you know, people, you know, obviously are trusting. A lot of the people in my first week's group, you know, they, they were not a part of a small group. So, man, thank you for being a part of GT groups and certainly a part of this uh, rooted online groups. And uh, so I want to pray with you. And then uh, we're going to go ahead and send you to your group. So, God, we thank you tonight. Thank you for Pastor Christine and the team. Thank you for, for Tony and, God, those who've been a part of this, behind the scenes, Kelly Grave, that have made this possible. Thank you for the connection that we feel, God, as we get to meet new people, as we get to share our heart, as we spend time in the Word, going a little deeper. God, I pray that our roots will go deep that will keep abiding in you and trusting in you. And Lord, that will grow, will do the things. Some of the results that we read in that introduction, that the peace and the stillness and just the calm and just some of the direction that you wanna give us in our life, we'll feel it. So bless our times in our small group. We thank you for the opportunity to be together. Bless the discussion, uh, the time of prayer. However, the leaders direct those times. God, I pray that you would bless our, our time together. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you in your groups.